Hello, and thank you for joining us on our program, Critically Speaking. I'm Cindy Mercer, and we're talking again with Jim Hammer, who has written a book titled Victory Over a Critical Spirit. We're going to be talking to him today about another book that he's written titled Life Without a Critical Spirit. Excited to get into the program and welcome, Jim. Thank you, Cindy. It's great to be here. Jim, I was thinking about a comment that we have talked about sometime on on another program when we had visited about this issue of victory over a critical spirit, and I cannot help but think about a statement, a challenging statement at that for me, and I think probably to our listeners as well, and you have challenged us before to take one hour, now that sounds like a long time, but one hour and not even make one critical comment. But the real challenge came when you you told us this can't be while we're sleeping. (laughs) When we realize that we spend 30% of our life sleeping and really uh, we have no control of what our mind is thinking or or anything else through that time, uh, we're basically unconscious. But when we just try to take one hour, which would be one twenty-fourth of a day, and not make or even think of a critical comment, uh, it's, it's really a very short time. But we are so in tune to being critical and negative that uh, a lot of people have told me they can't do it. And I just encourage them, just keep trying because victory will come because the Lord wants to give us that victory. Well, that's exactly what I'm thinking here. I'm thinking that could even possibly be impossible. Well, you know, for in our own strength, yes. But with uh, Jesus, as we give it to him, he wants us to have that victory. When we realize the critical spirit is not of Christ, it's of the enemy, that means that anything that is not of Christ is sin Amen. and needs to Amen. be confessed and be done away with. And the more we dwell on that and give it to Christ, the easier it will become to think more positive than negative. Jim, this is where I think the the topic today gets very interesting for us because you've you've shared a verse with us, and I think our listeners would love to hear the verse if you could share that um, wonderful promise from Jeremiah. 3217, because I really think this should bring us all encouragement when we think about going without making these critical statements. Yes, let me uh, first uh, reiterate Matthew 1926, that, you know, we talked about this one hour thing, it's impossible, but uh, yes, in our own strength, but with God, all things are possible. And Did you say all things? All things. You know, uh, he don't say some of the things are are possible for me. He says all things. And, uh, and, you know, all he has to do is speak, and it happens. And uh, he will speak that uh, saving relationship in our life. But I, I have to stress that it's our choice. We have to make the choice. It's our decision. And I, I, I just can't stress that enough, that if mm-hmm. any of us are lost, we have chosen to be because we have drifted away and allowed ourselves to be be taken into another direction other than what the Lord wants. But the one in Jeremiah says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. You know, I just praise God that that he is who he is and nothing is too hard for him. 
Amen, Jim. Well, what about this thought that, you know, you said that we have choices and that if we're lost, it's our choice. Is there a key, something that's going to be able to open up this situation where we can say, here, here is the key. Here's what it's all about. What is that answer that you and I can have this wonderful, critical free spirit life? What, what are we going to do? The only thing that works for me is prayer and keeping the lines of communication. And when I um, say lines of communication, it's a two-way thing. We, we um, talk to the Lord. He communicates back with us through our conscious or our, our mind. And uh, I don't think I've ever heard an audible voice from the Lord, but he has impressed me in different directions. Uh, you know, more and more than once, many times. But, you know, are we listening? Are we obeying? But, um, you know, prayer is the key. Matter of fact, I'm in the process of writing another book called Victory Through the Power of Prayer. Looking forward to that. Well, and, and that's what I, I see as, as the necessary component to having victory. Because all things are possible for God. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, like we, it, it ended that verse in uh, Jeremiah, there is nothing that is too hard for you. You know, That's and when right. I communicate with the Lord, it's not uh, uh, like a uh, wish list. You know, Father, give me this, give me that. I, I ask him a lot of times, you know, Father, wh- what do you experience? You know, what are you going through? Tell me something about yourself. Impress me with uh, something about yourself and what heaven is experiencing now, right now. You know, it's uh, when I think of of what is going on behind the scenes, that angels traveling back and forth. We have an angel that uh, stands by our side to guide us and and, uh, protect us. My mind just goes into all these different thoughts. But the lines of communication need to be open between myself and the Lord. And so I'm going to mention, you say the lines of communication need to be opened and I'm thinking about a comment that you make in your book that I think is worthy to mention. And you tell us that a solid relationship with the I am is necessary. It's, it's vital. You, you tell us that for our spiritual well-being, we must have this. This is a non-negotiable. That, that's correct. If we uh, do not have this ongoing relationship, you know, matter of fact, I prayed this morning that the Lord would wake me up an early prayer call, which was like 6.30, and, and he did. You know, he communicates with us, even without us mm-hmm. asking. Uh, you know, and I'm sure we've all experienced where we have had impressions about different things, and, you know, that was the Holy Spirit talking to us. So, you know, the Lord wants to communicate with us, just like our earthly father, and I don't know what kind of earthly father everybody had, but... Uh, if he was a tender, loving father, you could communicate very easily. If he was mm-hmm. very strict, it was more difficult. Well, our Heavenly Father is a tender, merciful, loving God that just draws us and beckons us to come to himself. So no matter what kind of earthly father we had, our Heavenly Father is totally just so loving and merciful towards us. Jim, and we as have we to think. have that relationship with the I Am. Amen. It's completely necessary. 
isn't ultimately our goal. I mean, if we really want to achieve life without a critical spirit, isn't the ultimate goal being like Jesus? Yes. Yeah, and the thought just came to me, Cindy, that I don't know anybody, if you asked them, do you want to go to heaven or hell? I don't think anybody would tell me, well, I want to go to hell. Mm. But, uh, you know, they all want to go to heaven. But there's a a formula, so to speak, of how to get there. And uh, and it's in God's Word. And it's in prayer and communion with Him. Amen. You know, there's another mm. formula I want to, uh, to mention that... Um, you know, a critical spirit, even a secular world, as uh, a way of gauging uh, once the once a negative comment or critical comment comes in to their business or to another, if it's a television station or radio station or whatever, right? They have a way of gauging just by one call how many other negative uh, comments are being thought out there but not being expressed, and the same mm-hmm. way with positive. Comments. They have a way of gauging that also. And in this day and age, we hear a lot about bullying. That yes. is the probably the ultimate extent of a critical spirit. It's being acted out now upon people. And that's not what the Lord wants. No, it's not. And again, if we think about it, it, it still goes back to that, that root of just... When you were young and you had a little group of friends on the playground or whatever and you made a comment that wasn't nice about someone else, well, then that other person said, yeah, and you know, she or he doesn't do this or do that. or And it just explodes. It becomes an exponential problem. That's very true. And, uh, and once we realize the actual root of it came from the enemy himself uh, in heaven, when he convinced or bullied millions of angels to leave with him and also on this earth in the Garden of Eden when he tactfully bullied uh, Eve and Adam into eating and disobeying God. It, uh, you know, he did it very tactfully and skillfully. But it has degenerated to such an extent that people today are actually acting out this bullying. Yes. I agree with you on that. Jim, I love this part that you talk about, contemplate just for a few moments, what it would be like. I mean, I've thought about this a lot myself. What would it be like to just be free of the critical negative fault-finding thoughts? Just the gossiping spirit that develops. Oh, wow. Just for even 24 hours. Yes. Help us. Help us with this, Jim. We want to get there. Could you imagine a peace of mind we would have? Oh, and, and you know, the, the other thing is, um, among the peace of mind, you get a good night's sleep. It's healthier for us and, and everything else. But the main thing is we are allowing another person to control our minds. When we start dwelling on all this negative stuff about somebody else or want to criticize them, or we have already criticized them and we're still rerunning it in our minds, mm-hmm. that is just not where where we should be. But we could be free from all that. And the Lord, best part of it, the Lord wants, a, wants us to be free. Praise and, uh, God. If we want somebody to control our minds, because there is a war going on for our minds between Christ and Satan, but if you want somebody to control your mind, which I do, I want Christ to do it. And I, and I ask him for that. You know, and there's... 
in uh, Philippians 2.5, let this mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus. In Romans 12.2, it says that uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I want Christ to renew my mind. Amen. I know this garbage that I put in and through the years. I'm not taking this mind to heaven. The Lord is going to transform it. Praise God. Jim, I cannot believe we are out of time again today, but you've left us with a challenge. What choice are we going to make? Are we going to be like Jesus or are we not? And so, listeners, I am so encouraged with the things that Jim is bringing to us. Please come back and join us again when we're going to be talking with Jim some more on life without a critical spirit. Thank you for joining us on Critically Speaking. God bless and have a wonderful day. If you would like more information about Critically Speaking, contact Free Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651 or email us through our website at 3abn.org. 